0: Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Goldstein, and thank you so much for taking the time here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. We are presented by SIDES, which is a foundation helping children and family in the battle against pediatric cancer. You know, I know David Lister personally. He puts in so much of his time, energy, and effort to help so many that need it. SIDES helps to fund and fight children's cancer. You can find Dave Lister on how you can contribute and help out and donate on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And brought to you by Ken Marr. His bottom line is Ken, a personal friend of mine, been with the podcast since the beginning. He's just one of the best people I know. That's the bottom line. He's now a senior vice president at JLL, a Fortune 500 company. Ken specializes in industrial properties, four decades in the business. So we appreciate his support here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. Let's get right to this episode. Game day preview Panthers and the Chicago Blackhawks coming up tonight. Uh, Here's what's doing with the Panthers a couple weeks into the season. Um, You know, shorthanded on defense, as we know, maybe even coming into the season, with the trade of Mackenzie Weger and now the loss of Aaron Eckblad for at least a number of more weeks. Uh, But what do the Panthers do? They do what they've done the last few years. They continue to find a way to win. And that's the bottom line find a way to defend. Uh, They did well in the two home games against Philadelphia, really the three home games, Philadelphia, Tampa, um, and the Islanders. And you get five out of six points in three games without Aaron Ekblad, Uh, it is impressive. And in addition, except for the Tampa game where Braden Point killed the Panthers and Cats did get a point, but Tampa won an overtime in the power play goal. Besides that, you know, goal by point in the third period, um, Panthers did a great job defensively and that's what Paul Maurice is trying to get done clamp it down defensively in the third period. So um, we've seen this a number of times through the first half dozen games. Every game has been a one goal game, Um, you know, except for a couple of empty net goals. So those were one goal games. And for the most part, we've seen this team defense uh, really come through in a big way, playing um, maybe a little bit safer when they have the lead than they have in the past, Um, you know, emphasizing on winning those board battles and, you know, trying to do the little things and the details well, and again, it's become a broken record, but it rings true, um, the things that need to be done to win in the playoffs so that you don't need to change your style when you get there. So that's what's been going on. Now it's a two-game road trip uh, in Philadelphia Thursday for the rematch with the Flyers, and the Chicago Blackhawks on Tuesday night. Yes, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves are still there, but um, And, you know, new head coach, Luke Richardson, his team has been impressive. Something to look at tomorrow night or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this, um, is that Panther special teams, which is struggling both ways, more so on the power play of late, um, against Chicago. Chicago Blackhawks already have four shorthanded goals in their first five games. They're making NHL history. They have been a lot better than anybody predicted or thought they would be. Um, they're 3-2, and two, and they're going to look at this game as just a huge opportunity for them. Now, the Panthers are going to get uh, one of the backup goaltenders, Peter Morazic. Um, you know, not a high, high-end starter anyway, but he's hurt. So, I presume it'll be Alex Stalock. but uh, they got Soderblom, who they've called up from the minors, and he is expecting to play one of their games this week, so it could be against the Panthers. I would... Guess not. Um, but Chicago's gonna, this is not gonna be a walkover like a lot of people would look at it. And I'm not sure what the, uh, you know, what the, the, the lines say on this game, but I'm sure heavy, heavy, heavy favoriting the Panthers. And this is one of those games, you know, like when San Jose last week went into Madison Square Garden, the Rangers were playing great, the Sharks were winless, and you know what happened San Jose beat them. Um, so the Panthers going to have to bring it and be real careful on those special teams and, you know, get better on special teams. Uh, I thought the last three, four games before the Islander game, for the most part, the power play, even though it hadn't scored, was looking good. And Paul Maurice had talked about it, said zero concerns, 100% confident, because the attack rate, uh, which is what he likes to call it, The attack rate at the net has been there. They look at all the analytics, all the numbers. Panthers are getting the puck to the net. They're getting their chances at the net, uh, getting pucks on goal and getting shots. I thought the Islander game, especially the last couple of power plays, maybe the frustration and confidence took a little hit, and the frustration settled in a little bit because they haven't scored. Those power plays didn't look as good. Now, they took on the Islanders, who have set a team record. Uh, The Islanders have killed up the first 22 power plays they've faced this season. Um, That's a franchise record for them. So you have to give the Islanders some credit. They've been great this year at the PK, but nonetheless, the Panthers need to produce. The encouraging thing is, with the power play struggling and the penalty kill, you know, giving up two to the Islanders, so that was disappointing. Um, With all that going on, uh, the Panthers are still 4-1-1 on the season, and and without Aaron Eckblad and with a new coach and getting the new system down. So all of these things are real positive signs that they're winning the games, and I know the schedule hasn't been all that difficult, but they're winning the games they're supposed to win. I mean, if you're going to be a good team, you know, you should beat the Islanders, even though they play a hard style, but find a way to beat them. And you should beat Philadelphia, who had gotten off to a red-hot start but was playing on a back-to-back. I mean, those are games you should win. You know, I thought they had the Tampa game. Uh, disappointing, They couldn't get the two points, but they do get the one. So at this point in the season, I think that's fine. Uh, in a five-game segment, before the Islander game, uh, they went 3-1-1. One, and one. If you do that all year, every five games, you end up with 112 points. And, you know, I still think this team has more uh, to give, like I mentioned, with the special teams. And keep in mind, um, and it's been strange, but Alexander Barkov still hasn't scored a goal this year. 39 last year, a career high in limited games. Um... You know, he basically scored a goal last year. What was it? One A goal every game and a half. Um, still playing well, of course. And Sam Reinhardt hasn't scored. And he's had a lot of chances. So you're off to the start you're off to without your two best goal scorers um, not even hitting the sheet yet. And the New Panthers, again, White, Balsers, uh, continue to step in here. Obviously, Kachuk, uh, step in and do well. And I got to tell you, um, just the effort they're getting from Gustav Forsling, Brandon Montour, and Ratko Gudas has been unbelievable. I'm not sure anybody thought that these guys could all go mid-twenties in minutes, maybe Forsling, um, and just be absolutely terrific. And Ratko Gudas may be the biggest surprise of all. You know, it's funny when players get labeled as something at some point in his career, like Gudas did, because uh, he's so tough and because he does all the, you know, the little things you want a guy to do like that. Um... The fact that he gets labeled that way, and now he is just an absolutely terrific uh, defenseman. He's playing in the mid 20s and minutes, so really impressed with what Radko Gudis and the defense overall has done. Uh, Mark Stahl is g- giving you what you thought more minutes than may- maybe you thought with Ekblad out, but you know steady influence back there on the blue line uh, in his own zone. You know solid defensively and uh, just doing what he needs to do. So uh, Panthers Blackhawks pregame show at 8 o'clock Tuesday night. Um, And then the game is at 8.30 on Bally Sports. Remember, you can always watch on the Bally Sports app. Um, Just log in with your cable provider. A lot of different ways to uh, catch the game. So thanks, as always, for listening to the Goldie on Ice podcast. Uh, Spread the word. Subscribe. Listen. Download. Whatever you got to do. Leave a review if you like. Good or bad. Hopefully good. And uh, please take a moment. The podcast would not be possible without our man Ken Morris and Dave Lister. Uh, been there from the be- beginning supporting uh, this podcast, so please take a moment and listen to their message. Thanks. Time to take a moment now to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer, and we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister, at age 15, battled Ewing's sarcoma, and she beat it, and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund Children's Cancer Research, and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDES on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954 594 5763 help us help Dave Lister and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Well, I want to tell you about Ken Morris cuz he's been 33 plus years in the business a stand-up guy and recently joined JLL as a senior vice president. Now, JLL is number 185 in the Fortune 500 list and Ken specializes in industrial properties warehouse and manufacturer he handles complex transactions and the bottom line is and i know this about him you're the most important ass- asset you know he takes care of his clients that's what really drives him and keeps him in the business and he absolutely loves it he works with fortune 500 companies and startup companies as well so any needs that you possibly have i could tell you this ken morris is the guy and he's been nice enough to support this podcast right from the beginning so He's also got a pretty keen eye. Give him a call, 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris.